Uh, hello and welcome to Simply Technical. I am one of your co-hosts, Evan. Keaton's over there on the end, if you're watching on YouTube. And Colton is with us for the first time, long-time listener. I say long time, as long as our inception, I guess. Yeah, uh, long time. Yeah, long time for us. And we're going to, he's a youth minister, and we're going to be talking about basically the church, not necessarily a specific denomination, even though we all are Church of Christ. Um, but we'll just talk about the church in general and kind of why millennials and other younger, younger generation uh, is leaving the church. Um, like I said, Colton graduated with us and uh, is a youth minister, so got a degree in youth ministry, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of what we're going to talk about uh, and kind of our thoughts. And it's more of a discussion, and we'll definitely have some facts for you, but we'll play it from there, and we might go off on a tangent, and that's perfectly fine. <laughs> uh, so we we are obviously still going to church uh, as much as we can. Uh, so we're in that small minority. Uh, I don't know how many people have left or what the numbers are now. I don't know if you have that stat, Colton or Keaton, but... Like, uh, like, did you say that we had? We both had conflicting stats. Conflicting stats. Yeah, because yeah, I'm sure it's pretty t- difficult so to it, it, gauge yeah. that kind of it's stuff. It's not good science on either side. You have uh, two different groups polling. You have the uh, atheist, atheistic groups that are polling, and you have the Christian groups that are that are polling. And whenever, so there's a self-selecting bias for any type of psychology poll, which is why you have to take it with a grain of salt. Every every psychology study you see, you take it with a grain of salt uh because so christians are more likely to answer to christian polls mm-hmm. and atheists are more likely to answer to atheist polls christians don't want to answer or respond to an atheist uh, website's email mm-hmm. so it's it's a very self-selecting bias so you have to we kind of have anecdotes i think you and i the people leaving the church at our age and i think those anecdotes are pretty uh uh, widespread throughout mm-hmm. several several other people's experiences. Yeah, when there's one, there's a few usually. Yeah. Um, yeah. And my my main point about why people are leaving the church, and I think that uh, at least the churches that I've attended, they don't really necessarily do a great job of keeping young adults involved. So you start out when you're in youth group. So we all we all grew up in the church, correct? Mm-hmm. We all you know from yeah. a young age. So you're in the church. And you're going to activities like my parents, I wouldn't say they forced me. They definitely encouraged me to go. Um, and I wanted to go because I had friends. Like I, my yeah. 10 best friends were going to church with me. So it was, it was a social event basically. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily, and that might not be the best way to go, but, uh, or best reason to go, but it was a social event. I wanted yeah. to go hang out with my friends. Yeah. It was an excuse. Um, good people. And so we do an events, you know, every weekend or every couple weekends, a couple times a month. And then you go to college. Okay, you're in the college group. We have some events. You might go, you might not. Um, and then you get out of college and it's like, okay, now you're in the old people's class. <laughs> or, okay, we have a young adults <laughs> yeah. class and everyone's married. Or, yeah, or has everyone kids. has kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're just sitting there like... No one's like me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. kind of by myself. <laughs> and I know a bunch of people that they say, I don't go anymore because I, nobody, I don't know anyone there. Like, mm. like I'll talk to those. We're just in so different, different sections of our life. Yeah. Like, you'll have kids. Similar ages, married. but different life stages. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's a big reason um, that it's hard for those people to continue to go. Um Basically, as long as the church that I go to is fundamentally sound um, and my friends go there, I will be attending <laughs> as best as yeah. I can. And obviously, we all have slip-ups. I don't. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't go every Sunday because I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom and Dad. Um, but I go as much as I can, and, and I have a good time. So yeah. I don't know yeah. what your guys' thoughts on that of what I said. Or, yeah, we'll hear from you. Um, well, I was going to say, so you're talking about like with the college and – coming from like youth group where everything's planned and you have uh, like, it's very specific, yeah. you know, which that that's just been kind of recent uh, in, a, in and of itself having like a youth specific thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there is that thing where they come out of youth and then you're an adult now you're yeah. in the adult classes. Um, and 
I think that's something that is kind of changing a little bit because people realize um, that it's really normal to us, I guess, sometimes because we want to be around people our own age. Some learning to be like, oh, these like mid 40 year old couple or people are people that I can still like talk to <laughs> as you know as peers which is just something that you have we have to get used to yeah. but um I do think that's a important thing it's not no really I, I agree that it's important the the fact that we get to have like this intergenerational mm. relationships at at churches is important but then there's the other side of the coin is to that is to sleep like you guys aren't gonna go to the movies because you probably don't like the same movies <laughs> it's it's uh or they say we have to find a sitter or you know for whatever reason i mean yeah yeah so there's, a, there's a bunch of reasons and there's always going to be a, a few um exceptions to the rule i guess because like i have i have friends at my parents church the church i grew up with they're in their mid-30s early 30s yeah sorry guys if you're listening uh but they have four kids five kids yeah and only for most people our age, it's not, it, it's not the, that's not a relationship. That's not going to be like a super close friendship like you would have mm-hmm. with, with us, like us, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, I don't think, I don't see uh, starting a podcast with a like 45-year-old guy that you're friends with <laughs> <Yeah>. at that church. <laughs> yeah. Single, no, single guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's yeah. definitely a, a part of it too. Um, yeah, so. We just, I mean, with people your own age, you're just intermingling, like you're woven each other in into each other's lives. I don't yeah. really know the right yeah, way to say and, it. And but. to me, it's also not even necessarily about being the same age. It's more about being the same life stage. Like, you, you, uh, you, you're single, mm-hmm. and we go to a, like, a church. And, mm-hmm. and, and the majority of young people. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, the majority of young people are married or have kids. So, so like, it's harder to uh, create relationships when people are in different life stages. And it's really nice whenever you do. Like, like uh, my wife and I have made really good friends at our church with people who have kids. And it's kind of cool to, like, see, you know, there's the next life stage. Like, let's have, let's have a role model. But also, it's harder to make that connection at the same time or in the first place. Yeah, you so, legitimately have to work at it. Yes, uh, yes. And, and even though we're technically at, technically at different stages, when we became friends, we were at the same stage. Yeah, so yeah. We, we were already yeah. friends before, yeah. Yeah, so if I met you when you guys were single, or I mean, when you were married and I was single, it might be slightly different, but yeah. I mean, yeah. it all depends on when you meet and then you when your out, friendship you, blossoms. You, you attract who you're similar to. That's, yeah. uh, that's kind of just how life is. That's, yeah. I don't know. I don't have any psychology <laughs> studies to back it up, but... Like-minded like, people. It's pretty self-explanatory. Hmm. Because, I mean, you're going to be doing the same events, the same style. Um, like, I play Call of Duty. We like video. We all three like yeah. video games. I mean. But in that, in that aspect, then you have the people who don't end up connecting with people who are in their same life stage. And they feel um, alone alone at mm-hmm. church. And, like, who, no one wants to go whenever, whenever they feel kind of, like, this is uncomfortable. This is, like, I'm not getting along with people in the place that I'm supposed to be. Getting along mm-hmm. with everyone, the the spot that we're supposed to have the friendliest people mm-hmm. in the world, yeah, uh, and so they leave. And I also I agree with that. And to add on to that, it also doesn't matter how many older people meet you. Like, what do you mean? Like, if I went to a church and um, there was like nobody my age came up to me and talked to me and like, hey, let's go to lunch or mm-hmm. yeah. um, like, tell me about yourself. Like, try to make a connection, and it was all. 50-year-old people or 40-year-old people or 60-year-old people, they come up to me and they ask me those questions like, oh, you guys are really friendly. But I'm not going to be like, well, I don't want to go back there. I might be like, I don't want to go back there because somebody's not the yeah, similar. Well, yeah. yeah, actually, old people do an incredible job that reaching out to mm-hmm. younger people. That's that's yeah. They do so well at church. It, every single church I visited, the, the older people always mm-hmm. reached out and they always were like, Hey, welcome. Like, you want to get lunch? We can we can do work out lunch. It's the people that are our age that are uncomfortable. They don't want to ever. Yeah, talk. they don't. They don't know how to. <laughs> they don't know what we're gonna talk about. Yeah, that's the, the most important be. connection. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so that's a little, I guess, a call out in a, yeah. in a way. Yeah, yeah. But that's, I mean, that's where it leads to the. Um, there's a big group that we see 
is like leaving yeah you know that we hear i mean we hear like or you see the all the um the articles the, the articles yeah and... yeah millennials are killing this industry millennials are just ruining this um but uh then we we kind of see the like millennial generation um is kind of not as active in the church um and so there there's a whole lot of reasons uh going into that um but i think uh so i'll just kind of kind of jump in on it um so i think one of one of the reasons is so like we talk about it in in youth group and stuff, um, and I'm sure yeah, we can, even we can apply this to millennials and yeah, so yeah, so or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, so right off the bat, I guess we can we can define uh, the generations. So um, millennials are generally the like the date, the start and end dates vary vary on every by, <laughs> a, couple, by a couple years, yeah. depending, but around pretty much like 1980 to um this says right here uh 1994 sometimes 95 depending um so that's that's like the oldest is they're in their four they're 40 now and then we're like right at the end of it um so like i would technically be gen z because i was 96 yeah um so and then gen z is 95 to 2012 and then 2013 and on is Generation Alpha is what mm-hmm. so I've, of course no one talks about them because yeah. they're in they're elementary babies. school <laughs> yeah because um, they're ruining all the industries <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and so yeah we have the millennials who are now the majority of um, parents mm-hmm. and it's like the a large worker base now um, and so with that like I was mentioning, um, like one of the themes that we see in like scripture and in church a lot is kind of the conflict that we see just in culture sometimes. Uh, and we see, you can see that all the time. Uh, there's, you can see that 40 years ago. I mean, yeah, yeah. The, yeah there's, I mean, biblical times. So <laughs> oh, yeah, it was yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's always been there. Um, the culture is all, obviously it's not always the exact same as uh, Christian beliefs. Um, and so I think one of the aspects of that um, is there's kind of been a um, focus on and an emphasis on self um, with that with that age, and so we can see that in like a whole lot of a whole lot of things. People talk about uh, like self care, like take care of yourself first, like cut off toxic people, things like that, stuff like that. Um, and not that like that in and of itself is bad, but just the emphasis on self in its own manner uh, conflicts a lot with uh, just church in general, um, because I mean it's a community, right? And so um, as being a part of a community, you have yourself has to take kind of a backseat. And so I think just that right off the bat is uh, is a big um, something that butt head, yeah, yeah butts heads. Um, so I think that could be, that could be one thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're in so much of a, um, and this might be another point of, we're so much a right now kind of culture, um, with the internet, you know, you can Google search anything and get results within half a second. Yeah. Um, and church is more of an end goal kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I say church going to heaven is more of an, is it, is an end goal. Um, and so, you don't get that that satisfaction of delayed the, gratification. Yeah, delayed know, gratification. No, oh yeah, everything's there you go. instant yeah. gratification. That is definitely something that is not known <laughs> well you, now. You get a yeah. like. You get a like on your that's Instagram. A good point. You yeah, get a like on your Instagram page. You get a little dopamine hit. That's instant gratification. That's yeah. that's what a lot of people, I mean myself included, get addicted to. Like, yeah. you get a retweet on Twitter. That's it's not that a feels pretty of, good. I got a retweet. <laughs> instant gratification. Uh, yeah. I would think the only guess, yeah. the only real instant gratification that you get is like service projects. Yeah. Um, Serving. Yeah. Uh, because you, and that might be a selfish thing to serve others to get the dopamine hit or to, <laughs> uh, you know, obviously your heart needs to be in the right place. But yeah. 
um, like I think in high school we did since I was in LTC leadership training for Christ, um, we had to do service projects. And in the beginning, when I first started it, I was like, this is horrible. Like, I don't want to do some of these service projects. But then when I got later into high school, my friends and I were doing these service projects. And I was like, I really enjoy this. And I mean, Mm. maybe because there's not a adult version of LTC. I don't know. Of like, (laughs) hey, go out and do 12 service projects or one a month or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, we did dumb, stupid, easy stuff where we had Mm. fun of like going and raking leaves like yeah. just running through the well, neighborhood and raking and, leaves. <laughs> and that I think that that's part of what you mentioned, like coming from youth where you have all those service projects because you got time. Those events. and let's, yeah. yeah, let's use all these energetic kids to go do this. Uh, and then <laughs> you're, which sometimes goes the full opposite. swing, and it's like the the youth are just the, the workers of yeah. <laughs> doing whatever. Um, but no, there's that, um, the idea that, I just completely went blank. You're fine. No, I mean, back <laughs> um, to what you were saying earlier. Yeah. Um, you have that. Uh, shoot. <laughs> we, we all you just dropped about, it. You guys were talking about selfishness, yeah. but I think we kind of hit that. Oh, that yeah, pretty okay. well. yeah, yeah. Um, I was. I don't know if you were going to say it, say it, but I think the biggest reason there's a disconnect between uh, up and coming generations, our generation, and their church is the the uh, disconnect between science beliefs and church beliefs and the fact that the church cannot a lot of them will not reconcile things like evolution with their beliefs and they're gonna mm-hmm. they're going to destroy their own they're gonna eat their own religion I mean evolution's still a theory but but it's I mean it's pretty there's a lot of gr- powerful evidence <laughs> mm-hmm. that's very compelling especially to a young mind that that is interested in science and logic, and you, like, I got, got into the school, and I started hearing these things, and I'm like, well, this doesn't, this doesn't add up, like, it, mm-hmm. it, it why, why aren't they telling us this, and it, why, why does it seem like a bunch of fooey? Yeah. And then you start, I, eventually, I started to uh, realize that both, both of them can be reconcilable together, and yeah. I don't think... The church does a good job about doing Teaching that. science, oh, no. yeah, science sure. class. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really, I, I don't necessarily think you have to go full on in science, but there has to be some aspect of having an open teaching young people to have some kind of an open mind, and that this everything you hear is not mm-hmm. set fact, and and when that set and when kids believe that everything they hear is set fact, and that fact is destroyed. That everything a, yeah. a part of that that building of of your belief is yeah. a lie, and so no, that's that's yeah, that's a really good point. Um, you start to question yeah. every all the teachings that yeah, were yeah, taught exactly. by that same institution. Yeah. And so I was gonna say, um, jump on that one. I think with the evolution thing, uh, I mean, you, I might, I might be wrong in this, but I feel like when people hear evolution, they think of a like a huge broad spectrum like some people think like um the big bang yeah big bang like uh like the microbe and then slowly going to us and then some people like there i think there are a bunch of different there's a bunch of levels levels of it yeah and so i think with christianity when you hear evolution they immediately kind of go into the the anti-god um yeah form um, of evolution that a lot of people a lot of people lay and so i think that's part of the um push on that but um i'm not saying that it's like it's something that um isn't uh you shouldn't look at look at and like um like wrestle with um but that kind of leads to the next thing i think that um one kind of reason that maybe the millennials and thus kind of gen z um leaves is because we don't uh do a good job of showing how to wrestle with doubt so like Ah, you kind of mentioned yes like we like we have someone when we're in middle school that comes in and like says hard fact this is the truth of this this thing um and 
then we find something that's the opposite like oh that's not completely true and it's like mm-hmm. just like kind of pulls the rug out from yeah. under and it's like and then a lot of times we see doubt like uh it's cast shamefully and so it's like i can't doubt and so it just kind of festers and then by the time uh if you don't tackle yeah by the time yeah by the time people are like noticing it or trying to address it like you're already in crisis mode yeah um so i i do think especially like going into college age and things like that that's kind of that's what happens and that's kind of where it starts and that that's part of the whole like information age that we're in parents don't and i guess teachers at church don't do a very great job a lot of the time of uh getting kids to actually uh question what they believe so so one of the most like probably the most beautiful stories in the bible is uh jacob wrestling with god because it's such a like powerful metaphor for um, how pretty much every man, woman alive needs to wrestle with their own beliefs and absolutely take take them down, and then to be able to build them back up. That's mm-hmm. it's all about how Jacob wrestled with God and how we need to wrestle with God and wrestle with why do we believe this? Why yeah. why why do they believe the opposite? Why what is the atheist strongest you steal man their arguments what is their strongest argument against christianity and like you have to see from their perspective and then you have to wrestle with that so it scares a lot of people yes and it's it's impossible whenever you're not taught from a young age that that things aren't aren't 100 percent like like you were taught things there's a there's a whole lot of uh room for uh changing your beliefs and and you know, uh, building your own belief yeah. system. I want to. I was gonna say I want to tweak that a little bit because um, with like with faith, obviously, like there are th- some things that are one hundred percent. Yes. Like um, I mean, obviously not too. It's it's a belief thing, so obviously an atheist isn't gonna say, "Oh yeah, that's one hundred percent." But like, As like me, us, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, like one. There are some things that are one hundred percent. Uh, and the way I kind of see it, and there are some things like there are uh, one way to see it is like there are some things that like we white knuckle. Um, it's like I don't know that like, phrase. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> uh, it's like so. There are some things that are issues that like you will like fight to the death on. Oh yeah. And then there are some things that you will argue on, and there are some things you're like, nah, okay. Yeah. Um, and so like. Like, Jesus, salvation is one that, like, 100%, like, that is something that, like, yeah, I cannot, like, that's not yeah, going to, yeah. that's not going to budge, because that, like, changes everything. Yeah. yeah, so you're talking about, like, kind of taking it down to, re- to like, work. look at what you believe and stuff, and I think um, some of the issues that happen, and kind of with the pulling of the rug and everything crumbles, is um, we're not... Is sometimes it's not completely sitting on on God, basically. Like we we kind of rest our faith on, or we lean, our faith leans on this one kind of issue or something like that. Uh, and so when when something like that shifts, it kind of messes with us. Um, so part of that, and that's coming from a, a faith aspect. Yeah. So like some people that aren't in church, they that won't they won't understand that part. Um, but yeah, I do, I do think there are some, there are some things that it just, it just takes guiding, I guess. Yeah. My opinion is, so I don't know how you end up teaching this to a younger generation. If I were to be a youth minister, maybe a college minister, cause it's youth ministers a little bit young, <laughs> they're a little bit young yeah. college minister, young adult minister. I would want to have teach classes and have discussions and then by the end of my quarter or whatever once I'm done with those lessons be be confident that every single person in there believed in their in their faith so much that they could argue against any atheist who has who has a uh, come to their beliefs through, through similar yeah. a debate with an atheist so, yes yeah, so so i promise <laughs> we you don't argue i promise this. you 
most atheists have thought about their beliefs more than most Christians have really oh, yeah. thought about their beliefs. And almost 90%, I bet, I bet 95% of, of Christians could debate an average atheist and would lose because they don't know, they don't understand their beliefs. Well, and they don't. I was going to say, you can't, even if you say you understood your the Bible 100%. You can't use the Bible as well. The Bible says this to an atheist because exactly, they don't believe exactly. it. Exactly, that's that's and that's what you see so much with uh, with people who, um, especially in politics, you see it all the time in politics with when some politician uses the Bible as so so and so reasoning for so and so belief, and that's okay. But why does the Bible say that? Do you know why it says that? Is there there is a reason? There's a re- there's a deeper reason. So use that logic that's written in the Bible to push your place. And don't say this verse says this, so we need to do this. That's not good. That's not a real argument, and that pushes people away who actually think about problems because you seem like you're just using that as a tool to bash people over the head. It's that's my that's my uh, mm. rant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I was gonna say we're kind of kind of nudging that way, yeah. um, but uh, another another thing that I think is part of it, and so I don't know if this is more of a cause or effect, but the m- millennial age um, and like parents now, uh, most parents are it's it's a term that's been kind of dubbed like post Christian. Um, Meaning like the that postmodern, is that yeah, it's the, kind of kind of something like <laughs> the that. The basis of it is, um, and it's like they don't know a lot about church, I guess, because it was kind of uh, in a decline. Like maybe they they went, um, they or they, they like Christmas or Easter or something. Yeah, yeah, things like that, or they they knew like the big stories uh, yeah. about about church, things like that, um, but. As far as what you're talking about, uh, a Christian like debating someone, uh, they they can't back that up. No, yeah, um, and things like that, just because they only kind of know some some basic things. Yeah, they say like like it would be like spiritual milk if we want to yeah. get scriptural <laughs> scriptural. Yeah, um, yeah, and so then now those are pa- those are parents. Yeah, and so now we have kids, uh, the Gen Z age, and they're like even further past that. Like they're it's diminishing. A bunch of our stuff is just kind of foreign to them. Yeah, our knowledge is diminishing. So, yeah, as, as, as Bible literacy. Yeah, as, as, as our generation. Bible literacy. Uh, to me, so this is how I see it. It's like a, it's like an emotional appeal. Bible, Bible. Uh, I guess church, an emotional appeal church. There's no philosophical uh, understanding to why the, we have these beliefs. Like, why do you? Why do you say? Why does the Bible say don't have sex before marriage? Why does the Bible say? Uh, I, I, don't eat like for Jews like in the Old Testament. Don't eat raw meat like, like stuff like unclean, that. Any, unclean any things. Rule, any, yeah. yeah, anything. Like, why does it say that? Well, let's let's, let's dive into the psychology and it, what, the so, science behind it. I mean, yeah, exactly. There's yeah. there's real uh deep psychology thing lessons that yeah. have been intertwined with why why these things have are said in the Bible. Yeah. So. And, yeah, so we don't. No one gets that anymore. It's like, yeah. okay, well, I, I'm, it says I'm not supposed to do that, so you shouldn't do that either. Yeah. Well, why? Well, well, because the Bible says so. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> so as somebody that doesn't believe it, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. I like, think I think that comes from kind of like what we were talking about the the fear of doubt. Yeah, there, and just like just fear to like to question it because we we see scripture and we're like, oh, I can't I can't question scripture but but you that doesn't i mean you can't like yeah that doubt the script that doesn't that's mean, really good i've never thought about it like that yeah people it. think they people can't what question yeah. it and so uh-huh. that's where that's where we kind of we kind of lead there so um it's it's kind of like writing a paper and being afraid to use the counter argument because it's going to make yours look really bad yeah <laughs> and yeah, so yeah. um so i think it's important because i think like like in our faith, like we, like hopefully you can get to a point where you believe like God is strong enough to, like go up against what you're looking at and like persevere and like come through, um, and so that's where you just kind of have to get 
get used to being okay with yeah. the struggle, struggle and stuff. Yeah. And so, and I think that's something that uh, if we're talking about why millennials leave is because we didn't realize that. And so yeah. they, they saw that one thing and it just pulled They're, the rug for them. And yeah. so they, they have culture telling foundation. them like, Oh, this is the kind of, yeah. The, this how is, you should think and things this like is more that. more fun over here. Yeah. <laughs> Not always fun. That's an easy one, fun. but yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, especially with like, uh, acceptance because like acceptance of a ton of things is uh, a big a big part of today's culture, culture. and yeah. yeah not like acceptance isn't bad but um, a lot of times sometimes we don't know how we can like from a religion aspect like how do I how am I accepting of this other religion when I don't believe at all believe yeah yeah and so uh, and I just real quick, sure. I think that's just a respect area. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so we, we get that muddled where um, it's like, how do I ex- like be accepting of okay. them without, you know, um, without believing what they believe? Like, yeah, it, yeah, kind of, but without just kind of like diminishing <laughs> them or pushing, mm. you know, kind of. Yeah. And so I think, I think that's something that, um, kind of, kind of hurts that generation as well, especially, uh, just like, I see this a a lot in, um, kind of like our, our denomination, especially, um, like politics and tradition Mm -hmm. is like huge. And a lot of, a lot of denominations like Catholicism has a Mm -hmm. ton of tradition, um, and Church when, of Christ very much has tradition. Yeah, no, it, no, it does. <laughs> uh, but, like, when politics and tradition are, like, tied too closely to, um, like, what we believe, and it's not something that is, like, a faith issue, I think, um, and we hold on to it, it's, it's an automatic, like, turn away, or, or like, um, it just turns people away from wanting to be a part of that because... Um, they're like they they see it as you want me to think like you, not you want me to be a part of the church. You well, just want to make me think. It's kind of like same what I said. You. It's like a club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so are bad, and this is why why you should be why you should be a Republican. Why yeah. you should be a Democrat. Yeah. This, this and so, verse right here. <laughs> yeah. And I think I think part of that just takes us being able to let some non-issues go yeah you know like there there are things that we should 100 percent believe that like when we talk about it in youth it's like faith issues and non-faith issues um and there's there's scripture talking about it there um in corinthians corinthians i'm pretty sure first corinthians um it talks about there were some people that were angry that they were eating meat that um the non-christians had used in like a festival as a sacrifice to um fake to false idols and gods and they're like you can't eat that meat because that uh is insulting and from their point of view they're like i don't care that it was sacrificed to this fake god yeah it's it's meat like i I can eat it and so it becomes like a you know it a divide that doesn't really matter no, because it doesn't affect salvation. And so if we hold on to that too tight, uh, the people that are against eating the meat are just look at these heathens that and I guess we don't just, care. So. <laughs> I'll just, I'm just going to say it like it is. Uh, uh, church generally runs conservative and younger generations generally run more liberal. Yeah. And, uh, Whenever you hear talking points, I guess you know younger people. They're especially if they're very liberal. They're they're, they're like this isn't this isn't this is a scam. This is like yeah, they're mm-hmm. using religion for political reasons. It's like a it's like a power move almost. Yeah, and I think I think that's kind of what happens when we when we start out with um, our Christian reasoning. Like we come at them with Christian reasoning, 
or like faith language is something yes, that a yeah. lot of, and they have no idea. Like they don't understand. Like yeah, that makes no sense to me. Like I don't, I'm not seeing from your point of view. Yeah. So, I I don't get it or I don't care. Um. So like one one thing um. I heard was we kind of expect them to come to church and just automatically be where we are kind of just yeah. like they're at church so you should already be like you're to on this step four, you're on step yeah. four to heaven or yeah whatever. exactly and it's like <laughs> yes yeah. and so it's like oh well if you're at church then you're already you're already kind of here it's not like oh well we still have to to grow guide and grow yeah and yeah. stuff um yeah and so i, I kind of wanted to good dive into the traditional thing yeah um i don't know if that's like uh w- like traditions in like worship and oh like you know are you saying like no instruments in certain well, like... yeah but i mean so at my home church or where i grew up going we had like legitimate like i guess i don't know strife might not be the right word but like over dumb things that like yeah. i don't think they matter yeah like instruments like it might say like you know, sing with your heart or whatever, whatever the scripture mm-hmm. is for Church of Christ. I don't, I don't know, and I don't think it really matters. I mean, not to say the scripture doesn't matter, but it's like sometimes it's taken out of context, and um, I don't think it's wrong to worship with instruments. Um, I don't either. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think God is like, you know, what your praise isn't worthy because you didn't use instruments or you <laughs> did use instruments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those things to me don't matter. I don't. I think God's just happy that you're like worshiping, like. Um, and that you're together as a as a group mm-hmm. as a as a church. Yeah. Um, and then there's other like, it's really dumb examples, and I feel bad for bringing it up, but uh-huh. people got upset over changing uh, the order of worship. Yeah. Like. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. I don't know if you. See, yeah, you I, have, don't, I don't see these things. No, it's, it's, I just sit there. <laughs> it's it's a thing. So uh, <laughs> like the, man, like I some of the older it. generations. Yeah, will they think. Like okay, well we have to have three prayers and three, then a sermon. Three prayers, scripture, yeah. five songs. Yeah, wow, like there's, an, there's an order. Setup. Wow. Yeah, and yeah, and that's one of the things that tradition gets caught too much wow. of. It. And like, at some point, when people see, go ahead, yes. go ahead. I was just gonna say, at some point, you become, um, like the Jews were in the yeah, the, the first century and yeah. uh, in Jesus era, they were just so caught up in this is the way it's done, this is how it's this is how it is. Yeah, and yeah. the the, the Gentiles were. Like, well, no, not really. And yeah. God, and, or not God, Jesus, God, I guess, uh, was like, no, 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 it doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. your traditions of, um, like, being a Pharisee or whatever, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. yeah. And so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and so there's all these traditions that we become like the Jews back in the heyday, mm-hmm. you know. That, the heyday, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> we're so caught up in our, our tradition that we forget to, yeah. like, what, what we're doing. Yeah, and oh, then really? the yeah the less church people or people that are why fairly just, new, yeah, they see that and they're like, why? They don't. They don't know. understand it. Yeah, and they don't so, even agree on what order the worship should be in. They yeah, might be so, more right than than us. <laughs> yeah, and so to them, it can kind of it looks like that these people that have been that they kind of look up to. I guess maybe maybe mm-hmm. they don't, um, but they see have been. Christian for a long time or uh, things like that they're like oh well why why is that why does it matter yeah yeah they kind of it kind of is like oh this is where it goes you know this is I think this is where the rise of the non-denominational church comes comes into play I'll never go to Mm -hmm. a non-denominational church I like Church of Christ I don't think like you have to go to Church of Christ to Mm -hmm. go to heaven heaven. (laughs) I I like no I like the lessons I like the I like not yeah. having instruments. This is personal preference, like, yeah. but, um, like you said, when you get so stuck in your ways, then you become be judgmental to, because of yeah. other people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why you know non-denominational churches are rising so much, and maybe non-denominational churches like are are doing the smart thing. They're, they're adapting to the changing generation. So, I mean, everyone. All the denominations basically believe the same things with very slight modifications. I mean, not it did not slight, but some of them much bigger. There's mm-hmm. there's huge issues around mm-hmm. like baptism. That's probably the number one. And com- yeah. commun- I'd say communion and baptism are probably the two. Main the, t- the two big things, yeah. And 
so that's that's I think that's originally why they were denominations in the first place, isn't it? That's yeah, or one I mean, of the they, biggest ones. Well, it's a large one. I mean, denominations split back with Catholicism and yeah, yeah. So, based, well, they split over yeah the Jesus Mary and yeah, <laughs> the, and yeah. all that. But uh, to me, it's like those two things, and then there's other there's a lot of mini small changes that aren't very different and it's like yeah. why are you getting so caught up in in the instruments and why are you getting so caught up in in the order yeah. of service and, and like and yeah you keep going you can go now yeah oh, i was gonna say yeah and that's definitely something that they that people pick up on and they they don't see jesus in that and so yeah. that it makes it less of a hard decision to leave the church because uh, there's this like theme that uh, like I know when I was in high school like I was I was like oh yeah that makes sense like I don't have to go to church to like believe in God and be spiritual which is true but when you get to a certain point you realize the importance of like being around people yeah yeah fellow believers and things like that so it's important um, but I think when they see those issues or things like that, then they kind of pull back and they're like, oh, I can be just fine um, by myself believing in God. Yeah. And then that's something that, from a faith perspective, like isolation is super easy to just like have your faith wither. And so that can just, I think that's part of just the, mm-hmm. the beginning. And then, and then, especially in America, like, their life is still fine so it's like oh okay nothing changed and so they that kind of they just don't go back to it or something like that and so i think i think that's part um so Uh, about those like variations there's even variations in the church of christ i mean oh yeah um i i almost consider i do consider church christ to be pretty much non-denominational it's a large uh, section of it. But, technically, uh, technically, it's not. Because not, it's like yeah. non-denominational has to do with the fact that yeah. uh, you report to like a hierarchy, basically, mm-hmm. of... Oh, I didn't know that. So yeah. like so like Baptist is, is a denomination because their preachers are hired by the main church, mm-hmm. I guess, and they tell preachers where to go, what to... Do they tell them what to teach about? Yeah, so... And then they, yeah, they so rotate the them every so often. Every, every Church of Christ know that. is Shoot. pretty much self-run. Independent um, by the elders uh, <laughs> and the ministers, and I mean, there's a community of churches yeah. of Christ, but yeah, denominate. So that's why we're non-denominational. Technically, right. not a, it's yeah. a large section of the of a de- yeah. non-denominational. Book. And the way denominations work is so, like with Baptists, um, they take their collection, they use it for yeah. their uh, whatever missions yeah. they do, their service and things like that. Um, but a part of that goes to pay the Baptist church and that's like, and they have, yeah, no, yeah, it is. And so they have like, they have like headquarters Mm -hmm. and they like, cause I know my, my uncle is Methodist. Mm -hmm. I think it, I think it was cause he, he had a problem with it. Um, something that happened, they, the, the head of it, of the church at their headquarters, like kind of made a decision of this is what we are shifting on our beliefs kind of or something yeah. and it was a cultural matter and he he didn't agree with that and so but, you can't but just that was the methodist yeah, church but that was a, yeah exactly. <laughs> like you have to leave the whole thing you can't just change to a different methodist I that. I, and so that's a that's a whole nother yeah, topic yeah. but yeah that's that's part like an, of it it as seems well. like yeah. an incredible way for a church to die like to have a to have a hierarchy and then have someone at the top make a bad decision. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, they could and be. I think that's and, where tradition. And, and you see from. that in the Catholic Church. I knew mm-hmm. I knew the Catholic Church was like that, but I didn't realize Baptist yeah. and all that. Yeah, there's several that are like that. Yeah, um, but uh, so like every Church of Christ, like my family, um, this isn't to like toot our own horn or anything, but like when we go on vacation, a lot of times we try to go to church. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. it's actually like uh, I, I guess a lot of fun. I mean. To see how other people other, worship, yeah. other Churches of Christ worship. Like, we went to Church of Christ in um, New York, and 
they had women reading scripture in front of everyone. Mm -hmm. Traditional not, uh, Church of Christ doesn't have that. A lot of that mm -hmm. stuff is a whole different topic for a whole other podcast. But um, they had women reading scripture in front of the church. Mm -hmm. um, they actually acted out the scripture. They're, they had like a narrator. That's strange. <laughs> and they had like, they acted out the scripture. And a, people learned. Yeah. And a woman played Jesus. <clears throat> so, I mean, is that wrong? Uh, probably not. <laughs> probably not. I, I to, so. In my opinion, I don't think no. you're reading the scripture. You're helping other people learn. You're yeah. helping bring other people to Christ. I think God's happy. Yay. Yeah. Um, there's a church of Christ that we went to in South or North Carolina. Um, they're, they were almost on the coast. Their baptistry was the ocean. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Someone actually got baptized while we were there. They had instruments. They had a band, like they had a drummer, a piano, yep. a guitar. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's interesting, but it yeah. helps you. It, I, like you said, it helps you find out your preferences. Like yeah. I prefer acapella. Yeah, yeah. Not to say that instruments are wrong. I, I don't care. You worship how you want to worship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless obviously you, you know you do something very bad uh, to worship. Uh, Unless you like take Jesus out of it. Yeah, I mean like, <laughs> I, I mean within reason, but the church is just keep Jesus in it, and yeah, you know, and you'll. You're pretty good. Yeah, I mean, if we if we want to boil it down yeah. to to the mistakes we make, it's yeah. focusing on all the non Jesus. Yeah. Um, and so, like, there's a church in Mustang that is very similar to the church that I grew up in, mm -hmm. but they clap. They clap during songs. Oh yeah. My church didn't. Oh really? Yeah. And that was actually a big like rift in the church was some people wanted to clap and some people didn't. Does it matter? Yeah. No. That's my favorite Church of Christ argument. <laughs> I think it's ridiculously stupid. I, I just don't do it because I, I can't keep up. I'm yeah, horrible. I just, I just can't, I can't sing. And... I don't mind. I don't mind it if like a lot of people are on board, but like when seven people do it out of a 400 person congregation, it's like okay, that's not really working because yeah. seven people are clapping and three of them mm -hmm. are offbeat. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I, I prefer not to when nobody's like or hardly anyone's on board. Mm -hmm. But if your church does it, I'll clap along with it. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Um. But, like, there's just really dumb things that um, if I wasn't well-rooted, I say well-rooted, if I, if I wasn't well-rooted in my faith, you know, that could throw me off. Like, mm. these guys are arguing about clapping in church. Yeah, I don't think I want to be here. Like, <laughs> this is the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, either I'm going to try a different church or, you know what, church isn't for me. They're all yeah, the same. They all argue about stupid stuff. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Um, yeah. but, so. I mean, I don't know if you guys want to go off that or, but. Yeah, and I mean that's that's something like that's circles. Yeah, but you I was just gonna say that's. I mean that's just something that's hard to, to fix too though because I mean people have their preferences, um, and so like you can be go voice out. Is like people have preferences. Like these things don't yeah. like like it's not set in stone. Like mm -hmm. we do it this way yeah. because we like it this way. We and yeah, that's how that's it's fair. gonna be. And it and do you have a suggestion? Here's okay, another you, church that's just like us, but they like to clap. <laughs> Go you, there. You don't want to clap? Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. That's too bad. We we like clapping here, and it shouldn't be a big deal. But if it's such a big deal, then we have great friends who have this other church who don't clap. Mm -hmm. So head on over there, pal. <laughs> or if, if not, stay. Like yeah. We're not trying to kick you out, and we don't think yeah. that you're a bad person. Or Yeah, well, to me, it's like if you can't live without not clapping, then we're not going to change. Yeah. That. And so a lot of that is just comes down to a people issue. Yes, yeah, individual <laughs> so, issues more. So the human, the yeah. human so factor, <laughs> the human factor of, of uh, Christianity. Yeah. yeah, for sure, and uh, that's, yeah, that's. Sorry, big. guys, we're not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and that's something that's hard to combat. Yeah, yeah, because they're like you hear the oh Christians are hypocrites type thing. Like I'll never go to church because. I you, do. You preach this and you do this, and it's, I hate it's that argument. I hate that argument. It's a but, valid argument because yeah. it is a valid argument because there are hypocritical people, but also most people in the church are trying, and mm. I, I don't know how to word this. <laughs> it's like they're they're trying their best, and you're calling them out for something, but you are typically not doing the exact same thing, like. I, I, or the similar thing that's just a different sin or something. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So I, I get annoyed at the – I understand the calling out hypocrisy when it's when it's constant, but most of the time people are are trying their best. So it, it, I, I'm trying to figure out a way, a better way to word it that 
but maybe I'll come up with it in a bit. But I might need to do a little more research, research before I say this, but we're supposed to call out our, our brothers and sisters when they're being, when That's, they're sinning. Okay, you're, you're yeah. right, you're right. I'm and, but like... Judging somebody on the outside is 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 not necessarily good. Yeah, and I think I think that's where the distinction is because. Um, and judging is, you shouldn't be judging or condemning someone like, well, Johnny, you don't stop that, you're gonna go to hell. Like, yeah, like you don't yeah. do that, or don't like you shouldn't be thinking that, or you know, don't dwell on those kind of thoughts. 